0: Coming up, we'll talk through Jonathan Davenport's 2023 season and why he's the heavy favorite headed to Eldora. Plus, Donnie Shots hasn't given up yet. The Outlaws add to Devil's Bowl purse and Fremont Speedway makes a change. Let's go. It's Tuesday, October 17th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. The final week of racing at Eldora Speedway for 2023 is here, and it wouldn't be Eldora if it wasn't big. The 100,000 to win Dirt Track World Championship is on tap Saturday, along with the Lucas title, plus racing for a bunch of other divisions, including modified, super Stocks, and steel block modifieds. For you competitors and fans that are going to be in town, you'll need to eat all week, and I've got the place for you. Located just six miles down Highway 118 from the racetrack is the Whistle Stop Bar and Grill. It's located right on Main Street in Ansonia, Ohio, and they've got you covered for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Besides being all about good food and drink, the Whistle Stop is also all about some dirt racing. And not just saying they are, but actually putting their money where their mouth is. They've done partnerships with Sheldon and Jack, Hoddenshield Rico Abreu, Chris Wyndham, Cap Henry, The Dirt Nerds Podcast, Eldora itself, and the Whistle Stop has now become a regular supporter of this show. On top of their in-house experience, you can also order online at whistlebarandgrill.com and take your food back to the track with you. So if you want to support those that support racing, grab some friends and make the trip right down the road to the Whistle Stop, Ohio's favorite train depot. If you stop in, make sure to tell them Dirt Tracker sent you. Uh, I want to start your Tuesday off with some Donnie Schatz numbers. He's coming off the win over this past weekend at Lakeside, but barring some sort of insane finish to the season, he's going to end up with his worst outlaw run in more than 20 years. Schatz is currently sixth in the standings, and the last time he finished outside the top five by year's end was 2002. For other drivers, Schatz's 2023 numbers are very strong, uh, very solid, Those, you know, these types of seasons are what other guys would love to have. But not when you're a 10-time champion and expected to just do this every year. The real glaring stat for the TSR 15 in 2023 is their qualifying average. Through 68 races, their time trial average position is just 11.58, which trails 8 of the other full-time outlaw drivers. It's tough to win and run up front when you start the night in a hole. But you know what Donnie Schatz is still really good at even amidst a difficult season? Passing race cars, and a lot of them. Schatz leads the series in feature plus minus for the year at plus 140, which means on average he's moving up more than two spots per night from the start of the race. Nobody else is even in the triple digits in that stat category. And if you want to say, oh, it's just because he's starting further down the field, uh, you know, it's easier for him to pass cars, consider this. Of the seven seasons I have data for, Schatz has led the Outlaws in Feature Plus Minus in four of them. The other three years, he was second twice and four once. This guy just passes a lot of race cars all the time. Things might not be right when it comes to raw pace or ride off the truck in qualifying, but Schatz's racecraft is as good as it's ever been. Something else to point out here is even after qualifying not great, Schatz has maximized his heat races to try and set his team up better for later in the night. Not only does he lead Feature Plus Minus, he also leads Heat Race Plus Minus. Things haven't gone great for that team this season, and who knows what the future holds for shots as rumors still continue to run rampant about his future, but it doesn't appear that the slip in performance is because of a lack of effort. All right, all week in advance of the Dirt Track World Championship, we are spotlighting the four Lucas Chase finalists. Yesterday, we did Devin Moran. You can check out that show if you want to know what we had to say about him. And today, we'll talk Jonathan Davenport. He was back full-time this season with Lucas after a year away picking and choosing a schedule that turned out to be pretty damn lucrative. $2 million lucrative. Uh, His Lance Lander's own team decided to come back in 2023 because of the opportunity the Chase format with Lucas provided with the finale coming up at probably Davenport's best racetrack. They ended up with the regular season uh, in third in the standings, and it wasn't always easy this year for that squad. JD has spent the season getting comfortable with new crew chief Corey Fosfett after Jason Durham departed the team after 2022. The 49 was hot right out of the gates. They won three of six nights at the Wild West Shootout in January. But from there, the early part of the season was not quite what we'd come to expect from this group. They did win a Lucas race at Ocala and an MLRA show at Wheatland in April. But Davenport was outside the Lucas top four in the spring and had four straight finishes of 12th or worse from Fairbury to 34 Raceway. The season flipped, though, in a big way at the Show Me 100 weekend late in May. Davenport won both prelim nights and led a lot of the 100 lapper. And that kicked off a stretch of 27 top 10s in 28 Lucas Features, where Davenport's worst finish was an 11th. He won 6 of those races and was top 5 22 times. That easily pushed him up the standings and into that top 4. Heading into this weekend, the 49 has already raced 91 times this year. He's got 13 total wins and 71 top 10s. As for Eldora, Davenport didn't leave there empty-handed either at the World or the Dream. In June, he led uh, 71 of 100 laps to score the $129,000 payday. Just a little over a month ago, he led 40 laps at the World before ultimately settling for second behind Hudson O'Neal. Regardless of what we've seen this year from Ricky Thornton Jr. and O'Neal taking the Globe, but Davenport has to be the betting favorite for the Dirt Track World Champion, a Championship and also the Lucas title. His last nine crown jewel finishes at Eldora go like this. Second, first, first, fourth, first, first, fifth, fourth, seventh. So that's four wins in nine races and an average feature finish of 2.89. Thanks to his comments through the year. We know Davenport not super thrilled about being uh, stuck to a touring schedule, but that team did exactly what they came to do in 2023. Rack up some big wins and go to Eldora with their shot. Uh, Just like we did for Moran yesterday, drop your thoughts below on what you think JD will do come Saturday night and maybe why you think he isn't the favorite, even though I've just given you all of these numbers that say otherwise. Uh, Before we move on, thanks for 24,000 YouTube subscribers. We crossed that number last night. As of me writing this, our 2023 goal is now just 982 subscribers away. A big storyline this week around the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars is the end for Devil's Bowl Speedway. We talked about the, uh, this on the Sunday show about the impending sale and closure of the historic track. Friday and Saturday night are the final two races that will be held there. Devil's Bowl was the site of the first ever World of Outlaw show way back in 1978, which was won by Jimmy Boyd. Ted Johnson worked with Lanny Edwards to make that happen, and now Edwards' son and current Devil's Bowl promoter Lanny, uh, Lanny Ross has made the decision to end the run of the track. To make the end of this thing bigger, World Racing Group has added more than $30,000 to the weekend's purse, with Friday now being $12,000 to win and Saturday being bumped to more than $20,000 to win. And as a nod to the beginning, Saturday is also paying $1,978 to start 1978. Uh, This will also be an emotional weekend for WRG uh, CEO Brian Carter. He grew up not far from Devil's Bowl Speedway, started going to races there as a kid. He was also a major driving force in bringing the outlaws back to Devil's Bowl in 2014. The track was a regular stop for the series throughout its history, but it fell off the schedule after 2003. Since 2014, though, under Carter's watch, Devil's Bowl has been an outlaw stop every single year. Hopefully the fans and competitors will show out this weekend. In some other racetrack news today, a Fremont Speedway will have a new slash old promoter starting immediately. Rich Farmer and his wife Shelly, who previously ran the track, are back in control starting with the swap meet on October 28th. Farmer gave up running the track after the 2018 season, but has signed a new five-year deal to operate one of the, uh, the Ohio Weekly staple tracks. Besides running Fremont, Farmer also owns several area Napa stores and has campaigned his own sprint cars with drivers like Zet Sabo, and Cap Henry in recent seasons. sounds like this move didn't come without some drama though, which isn't uncommon when it comes to racetracks and fareboards. The reaction on social media today to this move has been mostly positive, although I have seen one post in particular on the other side. Wouldn't be dirt racing, though, without uh, a little bit of drama. Uh, That's it for today's daily. Make sure to stop by dirttracker.com today and see the streaming schedule and all of the latest news from around the sport. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.